Welcome to Inside Motorsport, Tony Whitlock here and I'm joined by Valentino Astuti who has just won his first round. Not your first race though, is it? No, um, last year was a kind of cut short season due to COVID, um, so we only got about three races, uh, four races. Um, but yeah, coming back strong this year, we had a kind of an unlucky round at Sandown um, with a couple problems with the car and then um, yeah, really strong round here at Phillip Island, kind of clean sweat the whole weekend. And, and I, I can actually see your father because his heart was just jumping out of his chest, it's the pride he had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your father, of course, being Sam, who's a F3 racer and a, a former Holden racer. And you, you were telling me, tell me, tell us about your story and your tyres on the road and things like that. Oh, well, um, it all started really when I was about six. Um, I really wanted a go-kart and Dad fortunately got me one for my birthday. I remember it was a Wednesday. We took the day off at school and um, we went outside of the workshop and put two tyres in the road and we just did laps and laps and laps. And I absolutely loved it, the most favourite thing to do in the world. Um, so then it came time where I could actually get my licence went for go-karts when I was seven and uh, did my first uh, race meeting down at Todd Road in uh, October. Okay. And, and of course, your father's been involved with Sonic for a number of years, so it was pretty natural that you'd end up driving them. Yeah, I mean, it was a big shot, you know, coming to Sonic straight out of go-karts from 2018 and then 2021 we raced. So there was a decent gap in there as my older brother Antonio, he was racing. So um, I helped out, span it on his car and all that. And yeah, and then now it's finally come my turn. I'm just making the most of it. Okay, well, so far so good. I'm sure that you'll take this and do further. Um, but one of the things, of course, is that the great thing about Sonic is you look at the alumni, the people who have been before you, and it's quite a, a list, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of lot of greats um, have come out of that team. Really good drivers have been in there. Um, so, yeah, you kind of see where they all end up in, like, V8, say, and um, numerous other categories. So I've got quite a good shot here to move forward. But what, what do you think you'd like your career to go? What, where would you like to go next after Formula Ford? Um, well, Formula Ford, I know that Sonic has a good lineup with their Porsche category. They yep. run the Michelin and then they run the um, the main game Porsches. Yep. Um, and then after that, it'd be a good look at a supercar drive. Okay. You know? That's that's kind of the end goal. Well, I, I think, Valentina, you've laid the first brickwork and uh, it certainly seems very solid. So we wish you all the very best. Uh, Valentino Astuti, a winner of the Phillip Island Round 2 of the 2022 Formula Ford Series. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm here at Phillip Island still with, this time, James Golding, who's out of his uh, S5000 for the second time. You've had a not quite as good a day as yesterday. In qualifying yesterday, you did very well. Was that this morning? I can't remember. Yesterday. I lost track. It was yesterday, yeah. You had a good break on the field, and it's a small field, but um, there's plenty of tightness amongst the pack. Yeah, that's right. Um, there's plenty of skilled drivers in there, a lot from all different backgrounds. So, yeah, the car numbers aren't where we'd like them to get, be, but it's certainly um, still competitive at the front of the field. bit different because you've got a new tyre. That, that's made it a, a, a change and relearning some things. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's, it does seem to be a bit different. The, the general concept of the tyre is pretty similar, but... It does come on a little bit quicker than the other tyre, which everyone would have noticed fast laps being done right at the end of the races. 
Um, now it's sort of coming on a bit sooner and also it's got a bit of drop off towards the end so you're having to manage the tyre a bit more and careful you don't overdrive it and all those sorts of things so um, yeah I mean I'm not really phased what what it does everyone's on the same playing field I just try and maximise whatever I've got I suppose they're better maybe they're slightly faster but much of a muchness it's all sort of pretty similar. Okay, now the opening round for you this year was in Simmons Plains again, and uh, which is about as dramatically different to uh, Phillip Island as you could get, you know, big fast corners compared to those slow little dinky ones. Um, this is a place obviously where driving a big fast open wheeler is a lot of fun. Yeah, that's right. I mean, these are the, the kinds of tracks that the cars are designed to go around and yeah, you can really unleash and, and maximise it just to drive them on the limit around such a cool track like Field Pond's just really exhilarating and this is one of my favourite tracks also as well so I think that's playing a bit of a part into how well I'm going. Okay, alright. Um, the next one of course is Albert Park which obviously uh, has lots of attractions for you there um, and you've also got Taylor Bend this year and Bathurst um, so you've got nice, some nice really flowing tracks. Yeah, no, it's it's much better having some bigger circuits. Even Darwin's another one we're going to be going to with the big oh. straight there. So, yeah, it's great. it's better to get them on the bigger circuits. A bit more passing and that sort of thing compared to, say, the small tracks like uh, Tassie there. But, um, yeah, really looking forward to just getting to each event. We've got a few new tracks this year that we haven't driven on, like Darwin and Gold Coast as well later in the year, the Tas Tasman series. So, yeah, just keen to get them all and get in and experience the new tracks, especially when the cars haven't been there yet. In fact, I'm sure that James Golding, you'll make sure they know you're there, because you have certainly done that when, since you got into these cars for the first time. What open wheelers had you driven before this? The only one I've ever driven is a Formula Ford, which is fairly at the other end of the scale. It is indeed, <laughs> undertired and underpowered. But, yeah, that's right, but they do have some similarities between, you know, they do move around a fair bit these cars compared to other open wheelers they move around a fair bit mainly because of the weight of the car which is another reason why I think I've picked up on them pretty well too is because from the supercar background heavy race car the slower speed corners you do have to treat it very similar yeah um, it's just the high speed stuff I've had to learn with the aero and that but it's yeah it's awesome I, I, they're my favorite car to drive by far so Really right. enjoying it. Well, we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow, having another one, and look forward to talking to you after when you've been to some of these other places. Yep. Thank, Thank you, you, James Golding. Cheers. Here with another of the chaps, we actually call him a provisional winner because Nathan Hearn, while he crossed the line first in Trans Am, uh, question marks about maybe a pass, but we'll wait and see on that. But Nathan, you've been in Trans Am for only a very short time. Um, they're a big car, very different to most of the things you've driven. Yeah, no, they are very different. Um, they're great, great category to be in, uh, to be a part of, you know. Well, whilst this, I've only been in it for a short time. The category in Australia has only been for a short time. So I've been in these things since 2019. Uh, coming to my third season of racing them now. Um, and, yeah, look, I mean, it's been great to sort of learn and, and grow with the category. Um, you know, we've got 80-odd cars in the country now and, and 30 cars here this weekend. So it's... Um, yeah, it's a great weekend for the category. Um, you know, great racing so far, and yeah, we'll, we'll see how we go. We'll press okay. on. All right. Um, and when you say you've done a couple of years in them, um, 
You also drove the 5000 um, for Gary Rogers. Yep. Um, the difference between driving them, um, while they have some traits that are similar, they're, they're also very different. Open wheel versus a big uh, yeah. Trans Am. Yeah, well the, the S5000 uh, surprisingly was a lot similar to drive to the Trans Am um, in the terms of braking and, and racing lines. Um, in terms of driving style, completely different. Uh, but yeah, for, for the braking, you know, the S5000, they have got bigger brakes. They're a lot faster and, and 900 kilos, so it's a lot of inertia to try and stop. So, yeah, when, you, when you're coming into the big brakes, um, they're very, you know, neck and neck with the Trans Am in terms of braking markers. Uh, but yeah, obviously around high speed corners, the S5000s have a bit of bit of pull about them. Um, as well as that, you know, long straights, they're very fast. So, yeah, the Trans Am is a bit of its own beast. Um, I don't think you can really practice for a car like that. Former Ford is something that's very similar to them. Um, but yeah, look, I mean, the way that they move around and, and you know, struggle to put down the power, it's a, um, it's a car that's very hard to replicate. Okay. Uh, your ambitions in the sport, obviously you like to be doing this full-time. Do you work full-time at Gary's? Yeah, full-time mechanic on my cars. Um, and yeah, so help out the workshop every day and, and move down from Lismore uh, to Melbourne. Um, well, you'd be glad to be that. out of there, wouldn't you? Your family must be worried about you. Yeah, no, nah, so floods, flood, floodwaters all come down now. Um, so, yeah, like everyone, we're affected by it, but, you know, it's, it's you know, there's a lot of people worse off, more worse off than us, so we just got to, yeah, press on and, and forget about that whilst we're at the racetrack, focus on one job here. Yep, okay. Um, and ambitions in the sport? Yeah, look, I, I don't know, to be honest. I've always wanted to go to supercars. Um, so far, the pathway for me is, you know, had a few doors shut. Um, so yeah, we'll wait and see um, what happens in the future. Of course, you were going to get a drive at Bathurst a couple of years back, and unfortunately, weren't allowed to because of super license. But um, obviously, driving these things and five thousands, that uh, that opportunity might come. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Um, you know, I think I've proved myself now. It's it's just if they want to let me race, and yeah, I just got to wait and to get that seal of approval. But once I do, I'll, I'll be straight in there and, and hopefully doing a doing a 1000 sometime soon. All right, well, we'll be all watching Nathan Hearn as he uh, jumps that, uh, that particular hurdle and uh, look right. forward to it. Easy. Well, thank you. Cheers. Thank you. I'm here with Owen Kelly, him having won the uh, round two of the 2022 season. A couple of race wins for the weekend. Um, you had some troubles with the car? Uh, yeah, we, well, when we, we turned up here and we weren't that great and um, speed-wise and... Uh, we still managed second in the first race, so we were, you know, but but very, but I was a shot duck in the first race. I really couldn't challenge, and um, I had a bit of luck go my way there as well, and um, then we ended up being handed the win, which you don't want to be handed anything, but, um, uh, you know, and then we, we did a lot of work overnight on it um, and managed to win race two. Car was much better. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just a matter of consolidating race three, make sure we finished, you know, first, second, somewhere there to win the round. And we ended up second, so uh, then won the round, so yeah, it was great. Okay. Um, now, um, you had a stop start to Trans Am. This is your sixth event, I think you just mentioned, um, in Trans Ams. You yep. had a long history, of course, in supercars, both in the Dalton Series and the Main Series, um, as well as racing in NASCAR in the US. So. You've been in these sort of cars for a while, and you're obviously very comfortable in them, very capable in them. Um, it's the sort of racing you like. Yeah, it is, and the, that's what really appealed to me, that it was a very much like a lot of the American stuff that I'm used to, and um, that's when we first had the, when Gary first called me to do those couple of races in Tassie, and I rang Mark Sambrose, and I knew he'd be interested because of the American stuff, and said, hey, let's, uh, let's go and do these couple. This looks like good fun, you know, and got him out from under his rock, and... 
wherever he was hiding, you know, and back into the motorsports scene, and now he's the competition director at the team, so um, no, it was good. Um, it's rather wonderful, actually. I remember a magic moment, it was at Baskerville, when you and Aaron Seaton were dicing, and uh, unbeknown to you, because you were fairly busy at the time, um, there was Marcus and, and Glenn Seaton having sort of words about what was going on the track, and it was rather yeah. magic, because it was just sort of like turning back the clock sort yeah, of thing, but yeah. anyway. Um, so you're committed for the whole of the rest of this year, um, and will Marcus be able to be there? Yeah, Marcus is coming. He's he's across all the cars and involved, and still really you know heavily involved in my car as well. And um, yeah, he's a great asset and uh, all of his experience. And um, so yeah, he'll be at all of them. The wonderful thing is, I mean, you've got sort of close to 30 cars here this weekend. And of course, they're big, brutish cars. It's not like you can sort of hide in a field with these things. You know, if you're out there in one of these, you know. Yeah, no, they are, and they're. Um, but you know, they've got a, a Detroit locker in the rear end, so they turn really good, and they're actually relatively light. Like they look like a big, heavy stock car, but they're actually not that heavy. They're quite nimble to drive, and Hoosier made a fantastic tyre for them, and um, really, you know, they slide around a lot, and uh, really durable tyre, so. Um, the whole package is really good. All right, well, that's wonderful. We'll look forward to uh, your next event for these ones. Uh, Bathurst in about a month. Oh, yeah, well, Easter, I guess. Gee, yeah. Have you driven these there? Uh, last year, yeah, we did one there right, last okay. year, yep, early in the year. And that would have been pretty wonderful around, great track. Yeah, it was, they were, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, were, they were a lot of fun around there. So. The unfortunate thing is it's not on free-to-air TV, but you can always sign up for Stan and yep. watch it. You should, you should yeah. sign up. And, uh, I mean, you get IndyCar and all those other things that Stan have got now, so it's well worth it. All right, well, I'm sure that people will be out there tuning in to watch... Owen Kelly back out there in Trans Am. Thank you for joining us again and look forward to hearing the results of that particular event. Thanks for having me. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.